In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity. And welcome back to another week on the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh, here as we equip you with practical tools to live your faith in our modern world of today. And I welcome everybody back for 2024. It's going to be an exciting year and I really, really am excited for this year. So welcome back to the house, my wife, Akita Manasseh. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I feel like... It's going to be an exciting year. I was the Omega to the 2023 and now I'm the Alpha. Yes. So, so we ended the year with you <laughs> and we started the year with you. So you can be the Alpha and the Omega. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So the Alpha and the Omega. I was actually thinking that on my way here. Oh, were you? Yeah. The Alpha Because I just Omega. thought of it we right started, now. Yeah, I thought of it and in I the didn't tell you. on the way here. <laughs> So we're starting the year and we're ending the year yes. in, the same, in the same light. Yes, With very your wisdom. Good. Oh, With your you. wisdom. Thank you. What are we talking about today? We're talking... What are we starting the year off We're with? talking about, look, I mean, we... We're starting the year off strong. We've just gotten... strong. We've just gotten back. We've started the year off. I went back to work. Maybe, Big shout out to John, by the way. Maybe... He's a, behind the scenes. Yes, that's right. John Thank you to John for making everything Great happen. Work, John. Yes, but I... It doesn't get acknowledged, so okay. I'd like to acknowledge John. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had some time off over the mm -hmm. break. Um, we did take a break, which was good. So the Catholic yeah. Toolbox took a bit of a break, but was also very busy um, overseas as Welcome well. Welcome back, John. <laughs> so what did the Catholic Toolbox get up to when we were overseas? Uh, I think we went to Japan. And yes. then the Philippines. Yes, but you did meet some new friends in the Philippines as well. Exactly. We met with uh, EWTN Asia Pacific. And shout out to the EWTN. Big shout out to EWTN Asia Pacific Asia team. Pacific. Um, so it was very nice to spend time with you all. Um, it was very mm. nice to um, just get to know everybody and, yeah, just relax a little bit. Absolutely. In their Manila office, uh, they are based uh, in Asia Pacific for covering the entire Asia Pacific based in the Manila office. So big shout out to all of you and the great work that you do. Important partners of the yeah. Catholic Toolbox. Yeah. And they do such great work. They support so many... Um, apostolates here. They support yeah. so many nations around the world for EWTN. Exactly. So. But in the Asia-Pacific... Um, They're amazing. We are we are great partners uh, with the Asia-Pacific team. Yeah. And there'll be a lot more partnership and growth uh, with them this year to come. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Um, so that was Manila. Yeah, so that was very Manila. Very hot weather in Manila. Yeah, very muggy. It was pretty much the same as Sydney. So, mm -hmm. um, like today's very wonderful muggy weather. Um, 
So that was great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's very muggy in Manila. Uh, Japan was completely cold. Complete opposite. It's about one or two degrees. No, it was it was around the seven degree mark. Degree. Oh, well, in the morning. Seven degrees Celsius. Degrees. No, it was seven degrees and then it went up to about 12 or so. Mm -hmm. I think in the evenings it was a bit cold. Yes, Down yes. to about the three Maybe degrees. Maybe Mount Fuji was one. I think Mount Fuji was yeah, cold. it was one or two It didn't feel very cold because the sun but was we had a But we had a great time. Quite it good. was very relaxing. Yeah. Um, some time away. Some time to reflect. You always need a bit of time to show. reflect and time away to kind of improve on yourself and, you know, to kind of get a break a bit. And, yeah, I think that's what I realized when I got back to work. I was like, yeah, I think I, I just needed a bit of a break. I mm -hmm. didn't really, you know, need to... I don't need to apply anywhere else or anything like that. Like, I just genuinely needed yeah. a break. Change jobs or... A lot of people have that in mind. Quit like, thing, quit volunteering. Yeah. Quit, quit, quit this, quit that. But you just need a break. Yeah. 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 I think, Sometimes I think you that just need a break. the end of the year gets to a point where you're really just scraping, yeah. you know, for the last few weeks yeah. of the year. That's right. You're holding on and then you're looking forward to that nice break. Mm. But it was, it was great. It's a great time of reflection planning for the Catholic toolbox, planning for other things in life and yeah. uh, looking at where we've come and where we want to go towards yeah, the future. that's right. Making those New Year's resolutions and trying to fulfill them. Yeah, especially so. the goals there. So we're excited for 2024. We're taking up a notch for the Catholic toolbox and uh, we're really going to bring you uh, some exciting things this year and uh, and growth there So yeah, God to be willing. announced later. Yes. So it's it's um, yeah we're back twenty twenty four it's exciting uh, so so really this episode we thought we'd dedicate this it'll be a shorter episode but an episode to dedicate this to looking towards the future hmm. but also reflecting on our travels and yeah. some of the things that we reflected on was our faith during travel yeah now my spiritual director who I meet with every two weeks. Uh, said to me very, very importantly, a uh, big shout out to him, when we travel, we need to prioritize uh, our faith, where we're going to go to Mass, mm. uh, uh, trying to get, uh, tr trying to make a visit, you know, how you're going to pray your rosary uh, around everything else. So that needs to be prioritized first in the planning of things, to keep God at the center of everything. And so we want to dedicate this episode just a bit of a reflection looking at uh, travel mm. and now, and for people wanting to travel throughout this year, I mean, mm. for flights are getting cheaper. Yeah, that's right. Flights are getting cheaper. Yeah. Um, so, so for people who want to travel, how do we keep faith at the center of our travel? How do we keep God at the center of everything mm. that we do in our travels, especially in that holiday mode? where we're not in our normal routine. Yeah. Maybe going to Mass, doing our prayers. We just want to see everything. Excuse we're running me. on adrenaline. Mm. How do we keep God at the center of everything? Well, you know, one of our... Especially from our experience. That's what we're trying to relay this. I do I do remember a few years ago getting inspiration from Pierre Giorgio Fassati. Mm -hmm. And he was saying he made the effort every day to go to Mass and nothing was ever more important than mm -hmm. the Mass. And the thing is, I'm not as perfect as him. Mm -hmm. um, I went to Mass probably on a Sunday, mm -hmm. on Sundays. And that was 
And in Manila, a few, a few more times during the weekday. Yeah, it's, oh, it's very easy. It's a bit easier in Manila. In Japan, it's a bit tricky because um, you don't really see churches in every corner. Yeah, and there's not but, as many churches and they're not as open. And, and, and yeah, faith is yeah. almost essentially extinct. Yeah. Especially with young people uh, in Tokyo City. Uh, and other parts but of when we went to yeah. mass i was so surprised that the church that we went to was quite full and the mass the church that we went to was um in a suburb called kanda and um when you look it up it just says catholic church mm -hmm. kanda like, you don't really know what to expect and i think they thought i was japanese because they gave me the japanese leaflet but they <laughs> gave me the english one and i was like i don't know how to read this i'm so sorry um so they assumed they did a shim. I think they thought I was Japanese, but um, I don't think my wardrobe looked like I was Japanese. I think I looked yeah. very Australian. You look like a tourist. Yeah. An Aussie tourist. Very Australian tourist. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I brought something back with me. Not COVID, thank God. But I think it came from Sydney. A lingering not from, cough. Not from, no, not from overseas. Yeah. It, yeah, because it, it started. It, here. it started after we got back. That's exactly. True. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just as muggy, but. Yeah, but in Japan, Kanda. when we went to mass, I was so shocked that like there were so many women in mantillas. Do you mm. remember that? Exactly. There was, it was beautiful. We and thought we were only people and a few sort of older senior citizens and other people. Yeah. But we, we thought didn't it'd be really the, see how many people We thought it'd be were. the typical thing, but like there were so many young people. Mm -hmm. The choir was doing be beautifully. Um, they were singing really nicely. They were using the organ. The church was like a very classical kind of style, um, you know, Gothic yeah, style. It was it wasn't, a Gothic It wasn't church. like the cathedral, which I've seen pictures of, which is very modern. Very modern. Yeah. In with the city, very... Yeah, nothing like that. It was very traditional, um, traditionally designed. I saw a bit of Latin when we were outside, mm -hmm. so I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So it was a fairly older church. So I think it was a bit more of a, um, yeah... It was, it was a bit older, but it was mm -hmm. really beautiful vibe in there. It was so peaceful, you know. Um, and Fair few tourists. A lot there. of tourists there. Fair and few tourists there. But, but there were some families, mm. some, some Japanese families mm. who were there at Mass. Yeah. And, and middle-aged um, to, to older people attending Mass. Mm. But there were some families. Yeah. And, and so, I mean. There if, were people. Yeah. But, but I wonder how many parishes are like this. I'm not sure. Yeah. But that's the one we... I have we, been to other parishes That's the one we Tokyo. got to see while we were there. I have been to other parishes in Tokyo. Yeah. And you have more middle-aged middle to, to older people. Mm. There aren't as many young people. Yeah. So even with this parish, from our observation, yeah, there, there aren't as many young people in parishes there and... Looking but, at some of their statistics, yeah. of practice of faith, it, it, it's it's quite dwindling. Mm. It, it's dwindling very yeah, much. Yeah, it's a similar it's story low. to the rest of the world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know what? I have hope that Japan is, um, you know, going to... Hopefully the faith improves over mm -hmm. there and um, it grows. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe through the intercession of Our Lady of Akita. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That could be the new patron. That's right. Well, yeah. She is the patron. Well, she is the patron. I think. Of Akita. Yes, of Akita. But we'll have to find out who's the patron of... Of Japan. Of the entire Japanese. But well, I, I remember St. Maximilian Kobe. Mm -hmm. um, he 
did some he did some work over there, didn't he? Exa- and yeah. another one, Fran- and Francis did. Xavier, I think. Xavier, yeah, as well. Japan. Uh, I think uh, an important episode we could do later through the year is actually studying Our Lady of Akita mm. and some of her revelations. Yeah, uh, she appeared, and you had the weeping statue in Akita. Yeah, and she she mirrored the same message as Our Lady of Fatima. Yes. It's very, very important, I think, yes. to hit Our Lady of Akita, yeah. who you were named after. Yes, and yeah. I can tell the story. You can tell the story. At I a later, think, at I a later think we time. we have to do, we will maybe, have an Maybe closer to her face day. We will have an episode yeah. this year about Our Lady of Akita from my wife, Akita. Yes. Okay. Akita from Our Lady of Akita. Okay, yes. yes. And I can, yeah. We can do that. You can later. explain the whole thing. I think. Yes. Uh, Look at you, just doing your planning for the Catholic Toolbox mid yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had the. We had. We actually discussed this in Japan. We said mm. it'd be great to do an episode. Yeah. Studying Our Lady of Akita and you presenting Our Lady of Akita and drawing from some of her messages. Mm. Uh, we can draw practical tools out yeah, of there. Yeah, sure. Um, from some of her messages, but let's speak about. Uh, uh, continuing through our journey of observing Japan, yeah. and well, so so mass was accessible, yeah, but it's not as accessible as, as other you would, cities. You, ha- you have to travel to churches. You do, and we had to do considering it, how the size of it, the city. It wasn't near a train station. It was close enough that it was like ten fifteen minute walk, but you still mm-hmm. had to walk and trek it out because it was kind of in between stations. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did bring with me a lot when we were traveling was my rosary. Mm-hmm. And the ro- and this rosary has a Benedictine medal mm-hmm. that has been exercised. Mm-hmm. So not blessed, exercised. So it has to be. It has well, to have a Benedictine medal. Has special to be, blessing, right? Well, yeah, you don't have the the, be- the the graces of a Benedictine medal unless it's blessed, exercised with mm. the prescribed right. Yeah, it's very important for those yes. listening. If you have a Benedictine medal or um, a miraculous medal. They need to be blessed according to the prescribed right of those. Otherwise, you don't you don't receive the graces mm. unless it's blessed. So when you bite from the shop, obviously there's no blessing attached yes. to it or exorcism. You need to take it to a priest, and he will access the 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 actual exorcism of the Benedictine mm. medal and exercise it for you. Yeah, and not it's not just a simple blessing. No, it's actually a bit long, but. Um, but it's necessary to, but yeah, you need to have that. the actual exercise yeah. there. Yeah. So I always carry that wherever we went. Well, I think mm. I tried to as much well, as I, I could. Well, I had mine as well. Did you? Yeah, in the form of a key. Oh, I didn't mm. know that. My little key Benedictine medal. Yeah. Was that on our set of keys? No, it was in my bag. It was in your my bag. My personal bag. Yeah. <clears throat> Which was good because we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> because exactly. um, on New Year's Day... We were not in the city. Mm-hmm. We, did, we did our little day trip to Mount Fuji. You know, we thought it's a great day to see Mount Fuji. And it was, the only, it was kind of like the only day we had that we were able to see it. Mm-hmm. So that was a really great day trip. Yeah, and we, it was quite clear as well. Yeah, and it was beautiful. It was stunning. But on that day when we got home, I think everybody was asking, are we okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we're fine. What we happened? never heard of it. What happened? Um, it's a very and normal thing. We realized it. Yeah. We didn't realize that there was an earthquake mm-hmm. um, that happened. Seven point uh, two magnitude. Yes. Yeah. And it but it was, was off the west coast. Yeah, but yeah. It, but Tokyo was affected. They did feel it, but it was quite normal to them when you speak to Japanese yes. people. It's a normal thing there. Yeah. It's well engineered to sustain 
uh, earthquakes even in the city, but mm. this was just a remnant of the West Coast. Yeah. So this is the thing when you travel. A lot of the times you just see, oh, what's been uh, what what what's been an amazing experience, but sometimes you don't see like what people are going through, like the bad days and the the natural disasters or anything like that. Um, but we were very fortunate that we didn't even experience it to an extent, that mm. we didn't feel the earthquake or anything. We literally felt like we just, like, oh, we didn't even realise that that, mm. that happened. We were too busy taking pictures with Mount Fuji. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, and we didn't feel anything. Like, it was like a Mount Sinai for us. Maybe, taking yeah. Taking refuge at Mount Sinai. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. And it was such a God's mountain. It was such a beautiful day. It was so sunny, but it, and it it didn't really feel very cold or mm -hmm. anything. So that was amazing. And then the day after, we flew out of Japan, and you know, typical. Oh, are we gonna have enough time to board the plane? Like, yeah. I want to go to this shop. I want to check yeah. it out. I need just need to buy. Flying, flying I just to need Manila. to buy something really quickly. Flying to Manila. Yeah, before we, before our flight, and then I think we reached our gate, and then we had about ten minutes before we boarded. Mm -hmm. So that was really lucky, um, because they did kind of take a bit of time through um, checking in. Yeah, I think just doing bag drops, so it took some of our time. Anyway, we just like ran to our gate, and then we left. We left Japan, and I thought. What a great trip. What a blessing. Um, and I can't wait to come back. And then mm -hmm. a couple of hours later, as we were landing in Manila, as you always do, you were reading the news. Mm -hmm. So you always like to read the news as, as we're landing. Yeah. Um, that's just what you do. And then you... I do a lot of reading on... And then what did you life. read on that day, on January 2? Well, that... <laughs> There was uh, there was the collision at Haneda Airport, and we had just which we out. just where yeah. we just left. Yeah, so it happened two hours after we were in the yeah. US. So, so I think we we came close. Yeah, we were like to being delayed, and we could have been very delayed. Yeah, one and then not being able to meet with EWTN, mm -hmm. yeah. but maybe EWTN was um, part of God's plan for mm -hmm. us, which is why we were able to leave Tokyo, yeah. you know, unscathed mm -hmm. and. Again, that Benedictine medal. I really yeah. think so that it's, it's the Benedictine medal. Yeah. I think it's that, and our guardian angels are always mm -hmm. just like. I think they just work double time. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like they just know us. <laughs> like they're always constantly like, okay, we got to shield these two, mm -hmm. and I, I do, I do feel that mm -hmm. a lot of the times. Um, so I think that's the even, important even part. Even every day. That's the important part there to take from this uh, these ex little experiences. They may not be major experiences, but to take from them that yeah, our guardian angels are working, mm. and some of the sacramentals that we use, such as a Benedictine medal, yeah. we can attribute some of their protection, yeah, if not all their protection, to these things. So mm -hmm. that's part of having it, being centered on God through travel through your trip through mm. not being in your ordinary schedule yeah but when we arrived to manila it's much easier faith-wise well culturally. we were scheduled to go to the mass the next day at 12 p.m because we were meeting some people after mass yeah. and i was just like i remember at that mass praying thank you lord that we're still alive <laughs> that we're here and <coughs> yeah exactly here ready to roll and you know that we got here ho we got here mm -hmm. safely and were everything's okay mm -hmm. and you know 
two crazy things that have happened and we were untouched exactly by the grace of god yeah and ma many people are planning to travel this year uh, and a lot of people are planning to travel to japan exactly as well exactly. so wherever you're planning to travel we that's the whole point of this episode to, yeah to give you a reflection on the the important things yeah. to get, which is to keep god at the center of your travels it's a holiday from our ordinary circumstances, but mm. not from not our from relationship your faith. with God, not from uh, from keeping that centeredness on God through mm. your trip. So let's go into three practical tools. Yeah. So how can how can people preparing for trips this year? Flights get cheaper. Mm. Japan's actually quite a popular destination. Yeah. We're not trying to sell you Japan, but <laughs> I don't want to sell anyone Japan. We're I don't want. I don't want to go back to any any lines over there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what I always do because I'm when I plan a holiday, you know mm. what I'm like. I mm. plan a holiday. Yeah. Where's the closest church? Like yeah. I even Google that to where we're staying or we're, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if we like, I do keep that in mind. Like. Where's the closest church? And I remember looking a few up and this was probably the closest one that we could get to with a decent yeah. accommodation. That was also close to the train station. Yeah. That was a good train line. That you line. can visit, go to mass as frequently yeah. when they're open. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I tried my best with Japan, but it was a bit it's, tricky. It's very, it's, it's very difficult. It's a little bit tricky there because the Catholic faith is not, the main faith over there. Um, and yeah. there are, for, for the city, there should be a lot more churches. Yeah. But there's very few. I mean, how many how many Catholic churches in Japan are there that you know of? Maybe uh, in the whole city, six? Yeah. Six, seven, eight, but for, for and then how Tokyo many, City, that's actually And then how small. many Hermes stores were there? There were 12 in how Tokyo. How many Gucci stores? And how yeah. Many, how many Starbucks were there? Yeah, exactly. There's like 50. 50 Starbucks. Right. Uh, yeah, per, if, that's what we analyzed. And there's know, like, go, how many and there's like and the, were there? And there's like the Vatican of like Starbucks stores in Japan. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like the roastery, like the big one. Yeah, so for, for the amount of, the amount of uh, stores or the amount, brands for or the amount of people and tourists that there are there should be more churches. There should be more churches, but clearly, you know, the faith is not as mm. strong there. But mm. you know, through the, like through how these times, how many designer cafes did we saints. see when we were there? And there's still less churches than that. Exactly. So that, that I mean, that look, that's the situation in Japan, but. Moving over to the Philippines is completely a different Moving situation. over to the Philippines where the churches, there's like as many churches as there are Jollibees. So. Yeah, so there's churches and shopping centers, there's churches. Yeah. So you could basically go shopping. You can go, you can there's go. There's a chapel there. You can do your groceries there. and then you can go to Sunday Mass. Exactly. Like. There's churches everywhere. In the same location. You don't there's have churches to. churches everywhere. You don't have to re-park your car. Mm. You're paying your So, look, it depends rate. on the country that you're in. I yeah. think that's the first thing to scope. But how many chapels did I take you to in the Philippines? Or how many churches? Many. They were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's many. right. We couldn't count. So, the first thing, let's go into the three practical tools. What What do people need to look out for? So, to, the first one. To keep their faith. Uh, my first tip. Centered while they're traveling. My first tip is always plan ahead. So, look up <coughs> where the churches are. Look up. 
you know, what time the masses are, mm -hmm. so you can plan your itinerary mm -hmm. ahead of time. Should people look for certain churches? They can. Where they're staying in a city. Like, yeah. prefer a cathedral because there may be a bigger community there. Yeah, yeah, you can. That you can meet or, or mingle or with. Like, or, like, you know, for example, if you're, like... If there's a particular basilica, for A third-order Dominican and you want to go to a Dominican parish, you mm -hmm. can look that up. Yeah. Um, or if uh, you thing. attend the traditional Latin Mass, yeah. you might want to go there. Or if there's uh, if there's any Maronite churches or mm. any other Eastern churches Correct. that you attend, try to look center yourself around that one church mm -hmm. you know it's good you know as, as um yeah uh, you know for us to go into each town and find where the catholic church is yeah well in the philippines do you remember that first stop we had and then right next door was this church i've been wanting to visit yeah. for many years basilica and it was the basilica of saint therese of saint therese it was incredible right next door beautiful right church next door to us. and when i was walking around the church my goodness it was massive Bigger than, like, most churches mm -hmm. in Australia. And this was next to the airport, mind you. Like, directly across was across the one of the terminals in Manila. And it was such a beautiful church. It was so quiet. Someone told me, um, you know, thank you for wearing your veil. And I was like, I don't need to be thanked to wear a veil. I just do it for God, you know. Yeah. But, like... You get to experience what the difference is like. It was interesting. And then I thought it was really beautiful that they had this wall of um, little post-it notes and people were writing um, answered prayers. That was... Like, oh, that, yeah, I thought that, that, that was, was beautiful. Nice. Like, some people nice. were writing, oh, you know, I passed the bar exam. I'm a lawyer now. Um, or I'm now a doctor or I got my visa so I can travel yeah. overseas. Yeah. So thank you for answering my prayers. Yeah. I thought that was stunning. That was, like, right by the, like, the altar where St. Teresa's statue was. So, mm. you know, little things So like the important that. thing in planning a... Pa uh, to stay somewhere where you can attend a regular parish yeah. or church. Check out what time their daily mass is. That could really help with your planning your itinerary. Mm -hmm. So Making visits and attending mass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not only that, you mentioned something very important. You also get to experience the culture of that particular uh, local church. Like, we, we don't have this idea in Australia mm -hmm. of answered prayers being stuck, you know, uh, yeah. in a certain uh, yeah. area. It's a bit, I church. mean, some people might that think... That was unique. That's very private. That was actually unique. Yeah, some people might think, oh, that's very private. I don't really want to tell people, like, what we have. But, like, you know, those are, like, those are the little quirks that maybe you can pick up on from other countries. Exactly. And so you, you learn to see uh, your faith in a different dimension because a different culture has different customs mm. that they follow a little small traditions that they mm. adapt to. So that, that's in finding a parish. Yeah. Localise yeah. yourself. Like in London, for example, I stayed um, in Bayswater the entire time I was there uh, many years ago. And I planned ahead to attend Mass at the Brompton Oracle, yeah. which is a marvellous, yeah. marvellous uh, Baroque church mm. with a dome uh, run by the Oratorians who mm. celebrate both the Latin Mass and the Novus Ordo Mass in Latin, mm. done, you know, at Orientum. And I really wanted to visit that church mm. and go to Mass there each day, yeah. go to my Sunday Mass there. And I got to know some of the Oratorians. It's nice to get to know the community while yeah, you're there. Yeah, absolutely. Center yourself somewhere there. It's also part of the holiday experience to see what the church is like mm. in another place and try to, yeah, try to go that. to one place. I've done that with yeah. um, whenever I've traveled. 
you stay in one place, get yeah. to know the community, which visit is, other places. Which is why in Manila we were able to get confessions because I knew where to get them. Exactly. I knew where to at get the them. shopping center. Yeah, <laughs> at the they mall. Ha they have confessions there. Yeah. But let's go into practical tour number two. Number two. What else do you have for us? Well, people traveling this year. Honestly, honestly, carry that Benedictine medal and your rosary. Sacram so sacramentals. Sacramentals. Bring your sacramentals with now, you. Now, what is a sacramental? For those who don't know what a sacramental is, they are not sacraments, but they are sacramentals. So they are not sacraments, but being a sacramental means that they have a particular grace that they carry. Um, uh, and it, it, it really depends also on your personal faith. For example, the sacraments don't depend on your faith. Uh, for example, the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass or confession, whether or not the priest is holy personally or not, those sacraments happen. Baptism happens. But sacramentals such as holy water, a Benedicte medal, a, um, a, a miraculous medal, these are sacramentals. Um, which contain blessings, mm. but a Benedictine medal can't, uh, won't be as effective no, of if you don't have a personal faith. Yes. It depends on your personal faith to yeah. receive the graces yeah. um, uh, of that sacramental. So bring holy water. Uh, so what sacramentals could somebody carry with them while they're traveling? I mean, holy That's water. That's a good idea. Holy water is... But you just have to keep it under 100 mils and put it in. Yes. If you're going to bring it on the plane. 100 mils. Yes. Uh, salt. Can we take salt? Yeah, you can do so, salt. So exercise salt. So you can go visit your local parish and ask your parish priest to exercise salt. So you can exercise salt. So, uh, mm. And there's a custom and tradition if you, uh, that many people adapt to that if they go and visit a ho um, somewhere or they're staying somewhere for a period of time, such as a hotel, they will then sprinkle on the four corners mm. or all the corners of the hotel room, exercise salt, some holy water, mm. because uh, to 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 rid the demonic influences mm. that may be there. Yeah. Because you don't know, you know, what that place was used for. Sure. Uh, if there was any occult practices, mm, so that that's true. That's a wise thing. Wherever you yeah. stay, whether it's in Australia, whether it's an Airbnb overseas, uh, bring hot some holy water. Bring some exercise salt. And you mentioned the th uh, a third one is a Benedictine medal. Mm. I think those right. are really three strong ones. Yeah. A little patch of holy water, exercise mm. salt, and a Benedictine medal. Yeah. So you carried uh, the Benedictine medal. I yeah. carried one as well. I always take one. I don't think you knew I had mine. So we both had Benedictine medals. No, we medals. didn't know. So a Benedictine <laughs> medal contains an exorcism. Uh, so... So wherever you take it, there's graces depending on living our faith. We can receive the graces from that having mm. that Benedictine medal there of protection um, in times of harm, um, ridding demonic influence. So while you're away, and this is something we should practice as well, even at home. Mm. Uh, this is something for us to practice at home, using a holy water, ridding demonic influences, but it's only when we're traveling, we're staying in places that we don't know mm. what took place there. Well, was there any demonic influence? This is the thing. Was there any occult practices? If, if I moved somewhere new, like I, I knew I was going to live there for a, a while, like a minimum a few months, I would yeah. I would actually call a priest who does exorcisms and get him to do one, mm -hmm. just in case. Exactly. Or get it like a really thorough mm -hmm. blessing for the house. Mm -hmm. 
And um, <coughs> Epiphany season happened while we were away. <coughs> Excuse me. But Epiphany is usually when you bless your house for that year. Or you get the house blessing, right? Yeah, yeah. With the chalk uh, yeah. as well that goes on With the chalk and the water. And Epiphany water. So... During, during using the, these are powerful sacramentals for people listening here today. Uh, we have a few episodes uh, on sacramentals, on um, demonology, demonic influences, the occult, uh, where we're trying to rid again or fight against that. So, using I think I, I think they're three powerful sacramentals mm, to take yeah. with you, and they're reasonable to take. Yeah, you know they only fit in a small bag, mm. or but they can have great protection for you while you're overseas while mm. you're not in your ordinary circumstance mm. of everyday life so let's go to the third practical tool third practical third tool and last. i think would be to observe and absorb the culture that you're in so we had a few joyful festivals that were taking place in manila while we were away so um do you remember that feast day that we went to like they they go hard out on their feast days. Yeah, exactly. Like you went to Cebu a few years ago, and they did Pitsenor. Yeah, which and is the feast of uh, the child Jesus. Yeah, when we were there on my on my actual my grandmother's mm -hmm. birthday, there's um the feast of Nazareno. Yeah. Um, massive the Black massive feast day in the Philippines, and like there was like no signal for like the whole day, because like it was it's hardcore. They go hard out, and um. There's a massive procession from one church to another of like this massive statue and, um, you know, people are praying and they're also trying to venerate the statue, which can get a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and then, There's many people there. Yes, there's a lot of so people. So crowd control is a very yeah. <laughs> a and challenging then, aspect of that day. Yes. And b just before we left the Philippines, we went to... Um, the feast of Santo Nino de Pandacan. Mm -hmm. And do you remember that day? It was like mm -hmm. a whole day thing. Um, we went to church at like 8, 8, like 7, 15 a.m., mm -hmm. I think, just so that we could enjoy the fiesta as well. And the fie in the fiesta, like, we made a visit to the local church, which was actually blown up a few years ago. Or, no, it wasn't blown it up. Wasn't blown it up. was on fire. I think it caught fire. It caught fire, caught sorry. Yeah. It caught fire. And what, like fascinated me was on that day like because it was the feast day it was the sunday people were going to the to mass as usual but there were still so many people that it was so full all the way to the outside and they're going to mass in this church like where their site used to be but it's like they're still fixing it at the same time so when i was walking up there there's like a lot of stones and rubble and then people are still going to mass as if it's like the usual thing like and then you just stand outside and a lot of them bring their little santo nino statues um everyone brings their own individual yeah little statue yeah and then they display that in their home so it gets mm. blessed on that day and then at the in the evening they do um they do the procession of the statue of santo mm. nino de pandacan mm -hmm. so there's m massive kind of gatherings everywhere it, like we were there from like 9 a.m till about 8 p.m yeah 8 p.m and then the, the and the party was there. still happening you know there's a lot of bands and they're playing music and i'm not talking about like a rock band i'm talking about like a full-on um 
What do you call those bands? Marching band. Yeah, so it was a it was a marching band. Yeah. Procession. And it wasn't one marching band. band. There was about seven marching bands. Yeah. So it was really it was a lot, and they were all in costume, and they were all doing, like, they were doing performances throughout the day. It was actually incredible. So it's it's great when you can partake in the culture of wherever you're traveling. So yeah, I think that's my third tip. Participate in the culture. I have one practical tool of mine uh, reflecting on is to see God in the different aspects. I mean, a lot of this is around the culture, church, the parish. But in between and during the sightseeing of where you're going for your holiday, such as Mount Fuji for us, Mm. such as some of the natural, it's a Gaitai mountain, the day out um, that we went on, and for many other people, the different sites that they would see, is is to see God in the midst of these circumstances. Mm. Where is God? To to allow yourself to be in the presence of God, just throughout the day, even in a busy city. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. Even for a few moments, to always recall to mind uh, the presence of God in the midst of that moment. Mm. Uh, whether you're shopping in a busy Uniqlo mm. in Tokyo City, God is there. Yeah, you're at the base of Mount Fuji. God is there. Mm. He created this. And to make an aspiration to yourself. I think an aspiration is important. Mm. Uh, some, such as something yeah. biblical. Like when I was at Mount Fuji, I was thinking of Mount Sinai. Yeah. Try to sanctify um, uh, and center your experience on our Lord mm. throughout the day. Little bits and pieces. Absolutely. By making an aspiration. Yeah. Um, a small prayer or, or uh, something you say to God yeah. during that day and see God in the midst yeah. of your uh, uh, travels uh, and the people you meet, just to keep that contact through the day, uh, not just at church. So, and, and it doesn't have to be too much. It could be maybe twice a day or three times a day, mm. something short that you might say or a short reflection you might have while looking at a mountain or a, or, or a tourist attraction mm. there. Mm. Yeah. So... So I mean, it's 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 very very enjoyable. Absolutely. Uh, what's what's really really interesting is how close Lent mm. is. I think I think I think that wraps up the three practical yeah. tools to start with. So, for those planning travel, if you're planning to travel this year, take heed of these three practical tools, and you'll feel very centered. Still, you, you there, there won't be a shift in your spiritual life or a disruption. Yeah, but rather it will be enhanced can, by new experiences. You do your best, you know. We're not yeah. perfect, so sometimes we can't make that daily visit, but we try to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's not your daily routine, but mm. to to still center things on God, even though you still maybe can't get to Mass a lot of the time mm. or can't make those prayers, you still find other ways to center on God. But getting back to what I was saying is... It seems like Lent is creeping up on yes. us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're now the year's in... begun and it's already Septuagesima last Sunday. Exactly. We're still and in January. One more day. Septuagesima is, um, if you break it down, Sept, which is 70. And this is in the traditional Latin Mass calendar. Mm, in the... For those... Yeah. So 70 days before Easter already. So we're already starting to count down... So it's not exactly Lent yet because Ash Wednesday hasn't kicked in. But it's a preparation. But it's pre-Lent. I described it as pre-Lent. But but many 
Maronite or Eastern Catholics listening to this mm. have this concept have of already a begun. Yes. Or a preparation towards Lent. Yes. That's not found in the new Roman Rite calendar. Mm. Uh, no preparation towards yes. Lent. So in the traditional Roman calendar, uh, we're in Septuagesima mm. Sunday. Yes. And uh, we've passed it. So mm. in Septuagesima, what does that actually mean for our listeners that we're preparing? It means, Septuagesima just means 70 days before Easter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, um, and that, the ne- next week is Sexagesima, so 60 mm-hmm. days before Easter. Exactly, exactly. And if that doesn't math, it does because we don't count the Sundays. Exactly. And we're going to have some great episodes coming up mm. to discuss uh, different aspects of Lent mm-hmm. with Father John Flader and uh, other guests mm-hmm. throughout Lent. So I'm very excited about our Lent program because we're going straight into Lent yes. uh, very, very soon. So the show is going to turn very Lenten. So I'm very excited about this year and uh, starting off in Lent and, and all the other aspects. So, mm. but yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Thank for you. On. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome. And don't forget that, well, if you follow Ash Wednesday, Lent is on Valentine's Day. So Yes, but for Maronites, they can it's celebrate Monday. both more easily yeah, that's for right. Ash Monday. And then you can still <laughs> go out for, Hopefully, <laughs> for Valentine's Day. Yes, so start thinking of your penance now. Um, <laughs> start thinking of what you should detach yourself from. And I think that that was the advice that we got from a homily last Sunday. So. I think so. Just yeah. passing it on. So, thank you for tuning into the show. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts at The Catholic Toolbox on all podcast platforms. Don't forget to visit the website and subscribe to thecatholictoolboxshow.com. That is thecatholictoolboxshow.com. Thank you for tuning into the show. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh. Until next week, God bless, take care, and take action. In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity.